It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host and founder of BricktownBuckets.com, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at LO Thunderpod. Email the show, LO Thunderpod at gmail.com. Call into the show, 405-362-7128. On today's show, brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. We will recap the Thunder's thrilling win over the Rockets. Sam Presti having some funny business. Mark Dagnot, Lou Dort, everyone. Isaiah Roby, just a lot. John Wall, there's a lot to get to. Stay with us. Let's do it right now with the game overview like we always do. In this game, SGA was out for a shoulder soreness for, quote, caution and maintenance. Caution and maintenance. For a 22-year-old all-star caliber guard, I'm a big fan of the say it out loud test. Just say it out loud. Does it make sense? A 22-year-old guard, fresh off of two straight off days, is out in a Sunday afternoon game against the worst team in the NBA. Right? Objectively, I don't care about the record. Objectively, the worst team in the NBA. And a 22-year-old all-star caliber guard who had two days off before this is out in this game due to Caution and maintenance. They're being ever so careful with their prize possession. And it's getting them another benefit added on to it. It's not just protecting SGA. It's what happens when you protect SGA. George Hill is out in this game as well. Al Horford, again, is out in this game with rest. After two straight days off, he's going to rest the front end of a back-to-back against the worst team of the two. I don't care about the record. 
Houston is clearly worse than Minnesota and playing worse than Minnesota is right now. It is no shocker that they elect to rest Al Horford right now and not tomorrow. Darius Baisley's out again. He's week to week. He has a legitimate injury. That's legitimate. Baisley hurt himself way back before in the All-Star break and during practice. Josh Hall, again, a legitimate injury. He's out with a knee injury. The Thunder had 11 players available versus the 19 straight loss Houston Rockets. They went out there, and they start Tail Maldon, Lou Dort, Alexei Pukashevsky, Isaiah Roby, and Moses Brown. Houston had Christian Wood, John Wall, Victor Oladipo, all back. Oklahoma City starts the second youngest lineup in NBA history. The second youngest lineup in NBA history. They are the youngest starting lineup to ever get a win because they beat Houston with this lineup. They beat Houston with these fringe NBA players. For a decade, Sam Presti could not find guys like Isaiah Roby, guys like Moses Brown, guys like Kendris Williams to help out the superstars he had on this team. And now all of a sudden, in a year that you want to lose, you find them all. And that says a lot about Mark Dignot. That should give you a ton of hope for the future because it certainly appears that whoever the heck you put in front of Mark Dignot, he can get them in the best role for their for their play style and the best role for their skill set and force them to play efficient basketball. In Sfimakai Luke's first legitimate game as a member of the Thunder, I'm not counting that crappy Atlanta game, his first legitimate game, he shoots 50% from beyond the arc, 54% from the floor, 15 points, three assists, four rebounds. Whenever he was traded to Oklahoma City, people ran to the numbers and said he wasn't a shooter because of those numbers. No, he's a shooter. He's always been a shooter his whole life, especially at Kansas University. And Mark put him in a better position than Dwayne Casey could put him in. And he shows that in game one. What Mark is doing with these players who would not be in the NBA without Mark. Justin Jackson, a guy who was going out the door of the NBA, gives you 13 valuable minutes and has NBA teams calling about him. Kendrick Williams, who was a salary thrown in the Stephen Adams trade and was on the chopping block in the training camp period, in the preseason period, a lot of people in their roster projections cut Kendrick Williams. He's playing 20 minutes a night. He is showing you he's a service and a and a attribute to any team who wants to contend. All these guys are fringe NBA guys. Moses Brown was in Portland a year ago on a two-way contract. The Thunder are not the first team to get their hands on to Moses Brown. And yet with this opportunity, with Mark's system, he's turning into this double-double machine that looks really good doing it. What Mark has been able to squeeze out of these, these fringe NBA players and make them look better than they are, make them look better than their skill set has shown to this point, should give you a lot of hope for the future, not just when you're trying to look for that second star next to Shea. That's the hard part, and they've got to rearrange some things this week to be able to do that. But when they get that second star, this team will not lack depth. He put Isaiah Roby in the best possible position. Most every Thunder fan wanted to cut Isaiah Roby after the preseason. I was not one of those people who cut Isaiah Roby. He was always in my roster projection. I knew this organization really likes him, and he played phenomenal today. He played incredible today. 
and Mark put him in the best positions possible. Now with Roby, it's harder to do this with because we really didn't see Roby with Rick Carlisle. We didn't see Roby his his rookie year because he was hurt. Same thing with these rookies. I mean, who knows what Tail Mountain would look like if he was with another coach, right? He could look the exact same. But a lot of these guys, Sveeman Kylo, Kendrick Williams, Justin Jackson, they're just throwing guys who Mark has made look much better than they have in their NBA careers before this. Mark is a heck of a coach. And that should give you a lot of hope, just as players do, just as just as SGA gives you hope for the future. Mark should give you hope for the future because the Thunder have never had a coach like this who can just put guys in good positions. Part of that is on Sam Presti to build those teams earlier this decade. But part of that's on coaching. And now you finally have a really good balance of, of a great GM in Sam Presti and a great head coach in Mark Dagnon. This was an exciting win, but still a game in which you nearly escaped against the dreadful Houston Rockets, who are just in complete and utter disarray, as we saw with John Wall on that last possession. But you, you have to once again take pause and give credit to what Mark is doing with this team. No matter what this team faces, again, caution and maintenance for your all-star 22-year-old. Al Horford resting for two straight days off. No Basley, no, no heel with legitimate injuries. And then no Hall with legitimate injuries. 11 players available. Two of which are Darius Miller and Mike Muscala, who didn't step on the floor. Right? So that brings that number down. Because Muscala has been on the back of a milk carton all, all the second half of the year until the trade deadline. And yet he still puts out this product against a Houston team that was at their apex. That's the best they're going to get. And before that wood injury, this group of Wall, Oladipo, Wood looked really good. If that's the best that this is ever going to get for Houston, they might not win another game this year. They legitimately might not win another game this year. Now, they're going to look into one, obviously, but that is atrocious, what they threw out there against the Oklahoma City Blue. And it shows you yet again that the Thunder made the right choice because I really like that Steven Silas hire, and I get it that the Rockets have done him no favors. But one team was well coached today. One team respected their coach today, and another team did not. There's a reason why I picked Oklahoma City plus four and a half before this game, even as they're doing all the tanking stuff. And let's put the kids to bed on this whole tanking debate. The Thunder are actively tanking. Now, they might not be good at it, right? They might be what they were in the OK3 era, where they're trying to build a contending team without contending parts. They might be trying to build a tanking team without tanking parts. They're, but they're trying. They're, they're trying and they still can't outdo the Rockets. They still cannot do worse than the Houston Rockets. The Rockets are an embarrassment right now to basketball. And I feel just dreadful for their fan base, especially when that pick lands at five and they have nothing but Houston's pick to show for it. And early in this year, there was a ton of John Walls better than Russell Westbrook slander. No, I promise you, for all that you say about Russell Westbrook, and, and I've been someone who can criticize Russell Westbrook. I've not been this Thunder fan who's just culty with Russell Westbrook. I've criticized him many a times. But Russell Westbrook does not allow his team to lose to this version of the Thunder. It just does not happen. John Wall was pitiful in this game. And we're going to get to that coming up. But first, I want to tell you about a good friends over at Theragun. Do not let the stress of daily life weigh on your body, whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me, just trying to make it through the day tension-free. Theragun can help. Theragun is the handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension 
using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power. It is as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun does not just feel good. It gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun signature precision therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stress of everyday life, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just look at their website and check it out. And the Theragun app learns from your behaviors and suggests guides and routines. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional athletes like Real Madrid and elite athletes like Paul George, DeAndre Hopkins, Mara Sharapova, hundreds and hundreds of customers. Try Theragun for 30 days, starting at only $199. Get Theragun at theragun.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on, theragun.com slash locked on. I also want to tell you about our good friends over at betonline.ag, where I've been winning some money left and right during this March Madness tournament in the Thunder. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on your sport action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's very free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device today and sign up to receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Promo code locked on at betonline.ag. Promo code locked on gets you that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts coming up, of course, will have the bet of the day. And I want to tell you right now, my good friends, over at Locked On Today, get more of the sport news you need in less time with the new Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast anywhere you get your podcast from, including the radio.com app. I want to dive now into this game from the Thunder perspective of the on-court players. We talked about Mark, and he deserves a ton of praise. But Lou Dort was amazing in this game. Lou Dort was so comfortable. He was so confident, and he was truly a leader. He took on that leadership role. Lou Dort was the only player on this floor and the only player in that starting lineup that was in the starting lineup opening day, right? You're missing Al Horford, you're missing Baisley, you're missing Hill, and of course, SGA. So I know that Tail Maldon has taken on that starting role, so it's like you had two starters there because George Hill's been out for so long. But since opening day, and if you had your opening day lineup, the only one left is Lou Dort in this game, and he stood up to the challenge. He had a really good game, including that game-winning block against... John Wall, who was abysmal. We're going to get to John Wall in a second. But Lou Dort goes 10 for 22, 45% from the floor, 30% from three, 23 points, one block, one steal, three assists, three rebounds, and that kind of ball-handling point guard-type role. You saw him get more comfortable in that role, and this game he even took those responsibilities late in this game. Lou Dort was awesome. He deserves a ton of credit for that block. Moses Brown said that that block was heroic and one of the best things he's ever seen. He's never seen anything like that. He called Lou Dort a monster in this game. Lou Dort was everywhere on the floor, and you kind of expect it at this point. I mean, you do expect it at this point, but I just never want to allow this kind of defensive effort go to waste or go unnoticed or be forgotten about because it's something you do not see every day. It's something you do not see 
even close to every day unless Lou Dort's playing that day. Not a lot of people can give effort defensively. And not a lot of people can give effort on a non-playoff team. And not a lot of people can give effort on a regular season game. And not a lot of people can give effort on a regular season game against a team that's lost 20 straight games at 1 p.m. Like, there are so many qualifiers here for Lou Dort who gave all that effort while being the only guy left of that starting group. <laughs> and it was surrounded by a bunch of second-year guys, fringe NBA guys, young players. He still stood up to the test. He still did what he had to do. And it was just amazing to watch. And John Wall had a rough day with Lou Dort. I, I asked Lou Dort after the game, I asked him if uh, he saw John Wall clapping in his face before the half. If you remember, the last play before the half, Lou Dort had it at half court and he was dribbling around. Everyone kind of knew it was going to be Lou Dort's drive here. And John Wall just starts clapping. He just starts clapping defensively and then promptly gets crossed over and taken to the basket. And Lou Dort says he didn't see it, but the two are going back and forth a little bit and it's just competitive. It's just fun. And no harm, no foul. But he didn't see it. And what might be an indictment of who was guarding him on that play, although I don't expect Lou Dort to remember every single play of every single game, especially moments after the game ends, he, he had to ask, wait, who did that? Who was guarding me at that time? And he just blew right by John Wall. So John Wall had that play happen. And then John Wall goes to the cup and blows by Lou Dort a little bit, gets a step on him, but Lou Dort still recovers and blocks John Wall's shot at the rim to save the game. And then Alexei Pogoshevsky set to the line and he splits the free throws. A young guy not been in that spot before. No harm, no foul. But the Rockets do have a chance. Down two with four seconds left. I have a timeout. And they inbound the, jo- the ball to John Wall. And John Wall, who has never been accused of being a sharpshooter his entire life, right? Nobody has ever accused John Wall of being an elite three-point shooter. John Wall gets it a few feet back of the three-point line. And what does he do with Lou Dort's hand outstretched in front of him? He goes ahead and shoots a shot with plenty of time on the clock, a long three to try to ice this game whenever everyone knows John Wall can't shoot and he's washed up and he's a bum. And he, of course, misses it and the Thunder win this game. And then after the game, the, the Rockets just let him have it. I mean, Steven Silas was just heartbroken after this game. And you feel bad for a guy like Steven Silas who's getting his first chance at this after 20 years, 25 years, whatever it was, of being an assistant coach. And this is the crap he has to deal with. It's guys like John Wall who blatantly disregards the play. Silas said it was supposed to be a pick and roll. Christian Wood goes a step further saying it's supposed to be only to Christian Wood. And yet John Wall, who again cannot shoot threes, especially not Dame Lillard threes in front of Lou Dort, goes ahead and jacks up a shot like he's Carlton Banks in Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. He was atrocious tonight. So he completely disregards the play. And for his team, you know, his head coach, his his all-star caliber forward and Christian Wood to throw him under the bus immediately makes me think, as just kind of just me speculating, makes me think this is not the first time that John Wall's done this. Because I think if it was his first offense, this is his first time ignoring a play, you kind of just say, well, you know, uh, we had a lot of options on that play. John Wall picked the shoot. We trust our guy. We like our guy. Blah, 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 blah. Right? You go with the classic, we had a lot of options. They outright said that was not the play. That was not the option we had. And yet that's what John Wall does. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to watch the Houston Rockets play basketball. And that's what not having a culture looks like. That's what not having a head coach and a team looks like. You, that's not tanking. That's not having a culture. The Thunder have a culture, the Thunder have a team, the Thunder have an environment that doesn't allow that to happen. 
Sam Presti might make this team worse, and he has made this team worse every step of the way. But what has not happened, right, what has not happened with those moves as Sam Presti strategically makes this team a lot worse has been a loss of culture, right? These guys are still standing together, still playing for each other, still playing for something. That's not been the case with Stone, with Silas, and with the Houston Rockets. And I hope that they end at five and the Thunder get that pick and we get to laugh at Houston. But even if they don't, even if they get their pick at, say, pick one, two, three, four, even if they get their pick, are we sure that that culture can make sure that they cash in on that pick? Are we sure that culture can cash in? Because I have my doubts. I have my doubts. Now, to be truthful, record-wise, they're where Oklahoma City wants to be. That's exactly where the Thunder want to be. And it's been evident by every move Sam Presti and this organization has made since the bubble ended. But the way they're getting there is atrocious. Coming up, I have to talk about my guy, Isaiah Roby, and what this performance from Roby means for the future of this team. Also, Svi breaks out. Tail Maldon was incredible. Moses Brown gets another double-double. And we're going to have the better day outcome, the Moneyball outcome, and the MVP of this game. That's all coming up. But first, I want to tell you, about our good friends over at Blue Chew. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. BlueChew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredients and strengthen your prescriptions. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. BlueChew's Silitophane and Teletophane tablets are chewable. Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA and they're prepared and shipped directly to your door so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So, if you could provide and benefit from an extra confidence booth when it's time to perform, then Blue Chew has you covered at bluechew.com for more, de- for more details, including safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code Locked On at checkout, just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code Locked On to receive a first month free of BlueChew. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring today's podcast. And now it's time to tell you about our good friends over at Built Bar. We've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar is an amazing low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber protein bar with 100% chocolate on the outside of every single bar. And now it's time to find out which Built Bar is the very best. It's time for Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is coconut against birthday cake. And you know that I've got to go with birthday cake. I love everything birthday cake. I love the ice cream. I love everything birthday cake. Built Bar birthday cake is incredible. But you know that my true champion here, when we get down to it, when we get down to the nitty gritty, as they say, my true champion is cookies and cream. It's phenomenal. Go to BuiltBar.com or at bar underscore built on Twitter to vote. Remember to use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. And check back tomorrow to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. 
And now I want to tell you about our good friends over at the Locked On NBA Draft. Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA Draft with the Locked On NBA Draft podcast, scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, full coverage of March Madness four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow Locked On NBA Draft wherever you get your podcast from. This game for the Thunders, we're back on Locked On Thunder. I'm Ryland Styles. Follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. This game for the Thunder is going to be headlined by Isaiah Roby. I think that what Isaiah Roby did might change the future of this organization. Isaiah Roby has been really good this year. And I've been one of the few who never jumped off the bandwagon. I created Roby Island, all that fun stuff, right? Isaiah Roby Island is incredible. He's 23 years old. He really matches the timeline. He's owed $1.7 million next year, $1.9 the next year. He fits the timeline. As does Ty Jerome. Those are two guys in this year, as you are panning for gold, which that was the, that was the activity I was searching for in last podcast, and I just could not come up with a name for it. So thank you, Stephen Dolan, uh, who helped me come up with that name. I, I just I, I could not figure it out, and he listened did the research, found out what I was talking about, sent it to me. I appreciate that because now I know what I'm trying to say. And I did a terrible job, I think, describing what I was trying to say. But nonetheless, Stephen Dolan figured it out. Credit to him. You're, 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 pan, you're panning for gold this year. You already have a set lock of, of young guys on the roster, right? And you're about to draft at least three more guys to this roster, at least, if not more. The roster crunch is coming. You can't keep all these guys, even though Mark is making them all look really good and all look really talented. You cannot keep all of them. And Isaiah Roby and Ty Jerome fit the timeline better than, say, a Kenny Hustle, who's 26 years old. And Roby in this game showed you more of his, of his game. He showed you that fadeaway, that reverse layup, that confidence, that aggressiveness, right? He shows you his ability to dribble more, to run in transition more, fill the lanes correctly in transition. He showed you all that. He shows you more in this game than he typically has. He's shown you that he can be a part of this future. And the Thunder would not be the first one to believe in him, right? The Mavericks really believed in him. At the time, Dallas gave him the biggest contract of any second-round pick. That's how much they believed in him. They felt that Willie Cauley-Stein could help last year's team more than Roby. They traded him away for Justin Patton as a means to get Willie Cauley-Stein. But Isaiah Roby and Ty Jerome fit this timeline much better than Kenny Hustle. So, does that make Kenny Hustle expendable on Thursday? Now, this should go without saying, but let me go ahead and say it anyway so that we don't get a ton of people in the comment section. I love Kenny Hustle. I love watching this guy play. He embodies everything that you want to watch on the basketball floor. It's heart, it's hustle, it's energy, it's effort, it's everything. It's doing the dirty work. It's that Nick Collison factor. It's all of it, right? There's a reason why I wrote an article saying Nick Collison should be in the Hall of Fame. I value the stuff that Kenny Hustle brings, as does every other contending team in the NBA right? Any contending team should want to get their hands on this 26-year-old Kenny Hustle. I love watching him play. I love what he's done for Oklahoma City. I love what he's done for this team this year. He seems like a great guy. I've loved our interactions within the media sessions on Zoom. Every time on Zoom now, he asks to see the media's faces. He wants to get kind of that deeper connection of seeing our faces, which, trust me, Kenny, there's no reason to see my face. Trust me. Trust me on that. No reason at all. I love Kenny Hustle, but from a strictly basketball perspective, this 26-year-old's value will never be higher 
every contending team should want him and would want him if made available. Brian Windhorst and others have already said that people are calling about Kenny Hustle, asking if they can get him. So he's coveted. He's 26 years old. You have a roster crunch coming up, and he might not fit the timeline. You get him to a contending team, and here's a guy on a bigger stage doing what he's doing right now in Oklahoma City, could make himself a lot more money also. So it's beneficial for Kenny Hustle as well. It makes me wonder what Isaiah Roby's doing right now. Does that make Kenny Hustle expendable come Thursday? Of course, Thursday the 25th is the NBA trade deadline, so that's why I'm kind of referring to Thursday for those of you who might not have known that. And Sam Price is in a good spot here because if you don't trade Kenny Hustle, I love it too because I love watching Kenny Hustle play. If you do trade Kenny Hustle, I understand it completely. So he's in a great spot. And I don't know which way he's going to lean. But I'm just wondering if Isaiah Roby's play has made it so you can trade Kenny Hustle. As much as I and other fans don't want it to happen, I do not want them to trade Kenny Hustle. I think that Kenny Hustle can be that legitimate contributor off the bench. However, I would understand that move from a basketball's perspective as I laid out just now. Another thing to watch for with Isaiah Roby moving forward, he did have that hand injury. He had that hand injury. He went right to the locker room, then came right back out and played the fourth quarter. He also took a gruesome fall on top of uh, Jason Tate, and the two had laid on the ground for a bit because that, that fall was a bit much. And the Thunder play again tomorrow. So monitor that situation as the injury reports start to come out. I'll tweet them out at Ryland underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. This might be a game where you want to protect Roby and kind of make sure he's all right. Because sometimes when the adrenaline's going, you don't necessarily feel the injury that you might feel tonight or tomorrow morning. So just monitor that. Hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he can play. But just monitor it moving forward. In this game, Sfee broke out and looked good. But again, someone has to score the points. I'm not putting too much stock in Sfee. I told you this from the moment the trade happened. His percentages, his threes, his, his numbers, his counting stats will go up in Oklahoma City. They have a better system, they have a better culture, they have better players around him. It's going to go up. And, and they have gone up in this second game of his in this Thunder tenure. Again, not really counting the Hawks game where he shot like two shots and didn't really get in a rhythm. Shvi looked good. He made some really good passes. He did some really good things. But I'm not going to take this to the bank because, again, not everyone on this team can be a part of the long-term future. You're not going to run it back with this exact same team. Somebody has to get moved or let go to bring in these five, six, seven rookies you're going to bring in this year, what it feels like, or really you know, three or four rookies you're going to bring in. And not issuing a qualifying offer to fee is one of the easiest ways to get off of a roster spot and create a roster spot for a young guy who you're going to draft. Not to mention the players are going to come back in these trades for Mike Muscala, George Hill, Al Horford, et cetera, et cetera. And all those players might not be incredibly important for the future. They could take up a roster spot as well. But Shvi did look good. I tweeted about it on Twitter. March Shvi is awesome. As he went to Kansas, he's a Jayhawk legend. I love the guy, but again, even though I like the guy and I really root for the guy and I loved watching him in college, I can understand he's not going to really be a part of this future, in my opinion. So while these games are fun, they don't necessarily mean a ton for the future. Tail Maldon, though, does mean a ton for the future. His maturity, his shooting ability, his IQ, his passing ability, there's not much more you can say about it. And, and I just cannot wait, as we're getting close to the 30-minute mark here, we've got to wrap this stuff up, I just cannot wait for 10 years on the line, five years on the line, whenever they start to put out those articles of redrafting the 2020 draft and seeing how high Tail Maldon begins to climb. I think he can really climb up there to like the at worst, I think at worst, five or six years from now, we will look back on this draft and say that Tail's an end of the lottery type guy. We might do that at the end of this year, right? We, at the end of this year, we might already say that. But I think at, at worst, that's his floor 
He's that consensus in five or six years. He's an end of the lottery kind of guy in a redraft. And you got him for nothing, a second round pick. Tao's been awesome. I mean, just truly awesome for the Thunder. Boku made some good passes, that beautiful touch pass to Isaiah Roby. Moses Brown has that massive double-double, and a ton of players score in double figures. Isaiah Roby had double figures with 18. Moses Brown had 13. Lou Dort had 23. Sal Malthon had 12. And then Svi had 15, and Justin Jackson had 15 in 13 minutes. It took Justin Jackson 13 minutes to score 15 points. Again, Justin Jackson, I've watched him his whole career, going back to college. He's never been this kind of guy. And Mark puts him in good position, and he makes good things happen on 83% efficiency. There's a reason why all of a sudden now, after these guys were roster throw-ins, teams are sniffing around Justin Jackson and Kenny Hustle and all these other players. Mark has done a great job. The bet of the day, I had Oklahoma City plus four and a half. That obviously hits as the Thunder went outright. The money ball, I had Ty Jerome. Sfi was actually the winner. He had three. Uh, Jerome had zero. He went 0 for 4 from beyond the arc. It's time now for the MVP of the game. MVP right now. You the real MVP. The MVP is, of course, Isaiah Roby, who posted 18 points, two assists, eight rebounds, one block. He had 46% from the floor, 85% from the line, just 0 for 2 from 3. Roby was everywhere today. He was awesome. He, he showed, again, different skill sets than we've shown before. I like the move to the four position. I've been saying that since December. They need to play that four position. And he looks good doing it. And I've been saying it all along, all back last offseason, how much of this organization likes him, how much he has the ability to, to perform really well. And he's doing that right now. Isaiah Roby has been awesome this year, especially in this game against Houston. Property values in, on Roby Island are skyrocketing right now. The mock headline of the day, the cringiest segment in all of Thunder podcasting, the mock headline is, no thank you. Lou Dort lifts Thunder to win. No thank you. No thank you. Well, anyway, that will do it for today's episode of Locked on Thunder. We'll be back on Tuesday to recap the game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Enjoy your Monday. Follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. Be good and be good to one another. We'll see you next time on Locked on Thunder. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.